0: Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing and how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically and emotionally. Join us now. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today I have with me Jillian Fennig. So Jillian is a freelance writer, artist and photographer. So welcome Jillian.
1: Hi, thank you for having me today.
0: Well, I'm excited. You had sent, pre-sent me some of your art, so I can't wait to talk about that. But um, can you share some of your story and the path that's brought you here?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so I've always kind of been a creative person. I was a pretty creative kid, always drawing and writing. And I was actually going to double major in college, communication to make my parents happy, and then also art kind of for myself. But while I was in college, I suffered a traumatic brain injury and that kind of, you know, set me on a different course than I had originally expected. So suddenly I was feeling a whole bunch of different things and emotions that I really couldn't figure out how to articulate. So I kind of went through different stages of the creative process after that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and so is is that part of what you credit to helping you heal through that
0: was, was that creative?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It, it definitely kind of became like a therapy, so to speak. Um, so like my immediately after I had a bunch of scars on my face from the accident. Mm-hmm. And so I really took that first year and kind of dove into like, what is beauty? What does it mean? Who who gets to define these standards, all of that kind of stuff. And I had this new like form of anxiety because a lot of people would comment on the scars that I had. And it just was something I hadn't been used to dealing with in the past. And so um, I actually threw an art show while I was there and I named it Palkritude. And I don't know if you're familiar with that word, but it means beauty but it kind of sounds ugly. So something I really kind of connected to of like beauty can be found in so many more ways than what I was used to seeing it as. And um, so I actually put potato chips all over the floor in the gallery. So when people walked in, they had to step on chips and that noise and the smell and like, am I allowed to be doing this? Should I not be doing this kind of feeling was like all of the anxiety that I was feeling. And I really wanted to kind of let other people feel similar things to what I had been feeling.
0: Wow. I just got goosebumps as you were talking about that, you know, um, installation work like that is just amazing when you can invoke that kind of emotion. I wasn't even there and I, you know, you've evoked it. So it's just like, Oh, I can totally feel that. (laughs) So what what then does healing with creativity mean to you?
1: Um, So I think that it's something that is great when you have emotions that you can't put into words, but you want somebody to understand something that you are feeling. So like the next stage of my, my grief after that, I would say I kind of went through like a dark period everything that i was doing was very heavy and very dark and it was even things that like people had that had known me before were kind of like whoa this is new and edgy for you but it was the best way for me to kind of get that anger and emotion that i had out Um, One of the pieces that I I tried to do to hang up at at school was like I broke a mirror into a bunch of pieces and had all of these like shards of glass sticking out and they were like, we can't put that up. (laughs) That's super dangerous. But um, then I kind of worked into one of the pictures I sent you was this like grenade man. Mm -hmm. So I have a picture or I don't know if you'll put it up yourself. Yeah, we will. But um, so really kind of that embodied the PTSD that I was having and it allowed me to present it in a way that other people could understand because I couldn't find the words to explain all of this emotion and anger that I had. I felt like a grenade, basically, like um, I was ready to explode at any moment. And if that pin was pulled, it was kind of too late. (laughs) And so, um, but the way, the reason I put the grenade man in the suit was because I looked fine to the outside world. I looked like a happy college kid that was, you know, just going through some things. So um, I wanted to kind of have that like presentable look while also being this explosive person that could come out at any moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for those who are listening,
0: uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and actually see this. Um, but can you just describe the picture for for people who are listening?
1: Yeah. Um, so it's actually something that I didn't spray paint. I was kind of trying to start working with graffiti kind of style. So um, it's basically a stencil cut out of a man in a suit. But the head is a grenade instead. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was very powerful. And, you
0: know, that's not what it evoked for me, but I love hearing always what the artist's intention was with the piece or, you know, what it was you're releasing. Um, So I found that. Yeah. Amazing actually. And there was one that you sent me as well. There's a a large rock and there's a naked woman uh, like in the fetal position underneath it. Can you explain that one
1: to us? Yeah. Um, So that's actually was a self portrait that I took of myself Um, and I it's how vulnerable I felt all of the time, so I was. Um, you know, trying my best to put on a brave face, but I still felt just so alone and small throughout this whole thing. So I wanted to put myself next to this, like, beautiful nature scene, and I was trying to not be seen and just curl into a ball, and I just really embody that feeling of being, like, alone and vulnerable and naked, and yeah. Yeah, the vulnerability, was definitely evoked for me right
0: I because I just thought I'm sure the rock was very stable but just that fact that it could tip and and the nakedness and the nature and and that you know the fetal position just is really um like when you're trying to hide and when you're trying to um just not be a part of everything and so yeah yeah Yeah, really well done really well done and then there was also like almost a cartoon drawing of a brain
1: yeah yeah so um this was a, a few years after when i was volunteering with some other people that had been through a brain injury because all in all i was very fortunate um through throughout everything and so there was um, a mother that I was working with and I know how hard it was for my grown family and friends to understand what was, I was going through. So I kind of felt like, Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what her children are feeling of like, what's mom going through all of this stuff. So I actually um, wrote a kid's book called Brian, the brain about brain injury and um at least if nothing else, start a conversation if there are kids that need to understand what's happening. So um, I thought it was, you know, a more pal- palatable way b- besides the other two pictures that I've shown you that mm-hmm. children could read and at least start that conversation, like I said, in someone's family, if, if they have to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing because
0: you're absolutely right. Like there's and no two injuries are the same, but there's still right. all that rehab part that goes with it, and all all the changes in in who you are, right? Um, so for for children, that would be especially difficult. but I'm sure everyone around you it was as well. So I'm assuming then, just from what you've said, that the your art really changed with that. Mm-hmm. Now, you said it was darker. Has it started to um, come how long was the injury? How long ago? It was um, over 10 years ago. Over 10 years ago. Yeah. So how how have you changed since then? And how, have you, how has your work changed since then?
1: Um, so photography has always kind of been my main form. And um, through some other body confidence issues of growing older and stuff, I kind of hid behind the camera and didn't stop putting myself in front of it and taking these self-portraits and making myself vulnerable the way that I had used to to before and that is actually something that has helped me through COVID because I haven't been able to photograph other people so Mm -hmm. it's something that kind of forced me to step back in front of the camera and take self-pictures of myself again and um, I'd still say I have some of that darkness, but it's definitely not the same that it used to be.
0: Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm I'm a huge believer in creativity and how it helps us heal. And I think I'm assuming for you, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but just being able to go through that and release it into your art and and also as a way to explain to other people, but it also that release, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's I mean, and that is something that, that any advice that I would give to someone is to just like start and do it because a lot of times for me, at least I like have a vision in my head of how I want something to look. And if it doesn't look like that, then I'm like, ugh, okay, this isn't what I wanted. But um, if you don't even allow yourself to try, you're never going to get there and you might you know, stumble into a happy accident of something else that you weren't necessarily intending to create. Yeah. That's it, it, a really good point. I just laughed
0: because last night I was painting with a group and it just was like, ended up being a mess, but I looked at it this morning. And I'm like, oh, now I can see how I can like do this and this to it. And I was like right. <laughs> a new life. And I was like, I could have scrapped it and thrown it away, but I just put it aside. And this morning I, I have all these ideas to do with it. So yeah, absolutely. Like just don't And don't get caught up in, you know, looking like everybody else on, right. on social media, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been, you know, years and years of practice to, get, to do that. So, right. yeah, absolutely. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share uh, with our audience before you go today?
1: Um, I mean, I guess I'd like to say that if, if there is anybody that is going through a brain injury and needs support, I am here. If they would need to talk to somebody but really anybody going through any kind of issue is that you're not alone because I know I kind of held everything inside for a very long time. And then it wasn't until I started talking about some of the things I experienced that I realized that I'm not alone. There are other people that even if they didn't go through the exact thing I went through, they've been through something and they might be able to relate to you and The other thing is, I'd say, you know, just start trying to create something because you'll never know what can come out of it. And there was a lot of times I stifled myself because I wasn't confident in my work or myself. And it just, you know, you don't have to do it to monetize it or to, you know, for anybody else. But as long as you're getting joy out of it, then that's really the most important part. Yeah. And, and I
0: think that release of emotions too, right? Absolutely. Sometimes it's
1: like scribbling
0: with a black crayon on the page, right? Like yeah. <laughs> nobody needs to see that, but it's just that release. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing part of your story. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, to our listeners, we will see you again next time. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.